Welcome to Conquer Daily. I'm your host, Rachel Lewison, and the author of Conquering Me. And in these episodes, we're going to be breaking down three segments in the book Conquering Me. Our first segment we're going to be discussing is called Compile. Compile is whether or not you know it, you've compiled everything and collected data from every memory, every experience, good, bad, funny, bad, hurtful, anything you could think of, you've compiled it and collected it. And whether you know it or not, it plays an influence on how you live life and how you respond today. So these ladies have already read the section compiled and we're gonna be digging into what those memories are. So to start us off, I wanna do a funny little icebreaker, okay? And I want you guys, if you can, to tell me a funny memory that may have been pressing, embarrassing, that you remember from your childhood that's probably affecting the way you are today or just some of the movements that you're making now. I guess I can start, and this will go back as far as the 1900s, <laughs> but um, I remember I was, I was a young child. I don't know how young I was. <clears throat> My mom was in the kitchen, and I was young enough to be playing on the floor. And she walked back, and she almost stepped on my fingers. And I saw that as an opportune time for her to pick me up. So I said, ah! <laughs> And she turned around, and she said, shut up, I didn't hurt you. And I shut right up. That's one of my earliest memories of my childhood. I just wanted her attention, but she saw it through my rooms, you know. <laughs> That's funny. So you find that you've always craved attention? Um, from her, yes, always. That was always something I wanted. I, I have a funny one. Uh, growing up, I uh, grew up with uh, seven brothers and three sisters. And my father was old school, he's old fashioned. And uh, he didn't believe in women wearing pants at all. So uh, going to school every day, I always wore a skirt. And uh, with the skirt, you had to wear a slip. People don't know what slips are nowadays because you don't need one. So I remember we had to catch, I caught uh, public transportation and I caught the bus and I, it was very windy out and I had on a skirt with a slip. Well, little did I know, um, well, the slip was kind of loose. Um, I, uh, be, at the, the, bus, the bus driver came, he opened up the bus and as I began to step up, the slip fell right on down and everybody was looking and I said, oh my gosh, what, what to do, what to do? And I couldn't even lift my leg up because I'm very short to the ground to actually get on the bus because the steps are kind of high. So I had to think really quick. So I quickly just, you know, ripped the slip off. I stuffed it in my book bag and I just proceeded to go like nothing ever happened. Uh, the bus driver, good thing she was a woman and she winked like that. So uh, when we talk about compile, I think um, as growing up, I didn't like to, as an adult, I didn't like to wear uh, dresses anymore. You seldom see me in wearing a dress or a skirt because of that bad experience. Um, so if you ask me to go anywhere, I try to find like a, a dress suit pants or some kind of, uh, what do you call, culottes or a long flary skirt, but it's actually a pants. Um, so I don't like wearing dresses because of that experience. Even though they're pretty and people say I look nice on them, but that's it's a, it was a funny moment. But I think I remember why I don't like wearing the dresses now. And that's funny that you say that because as we're going through the section of compile, we forgot those memories. You probably yeah. forgot it until I asked you like to right. think of that memory. Right. But your brain logged it, and you were able to pull from that file. And that's 
exactly what is necessary when we are trying to grow and conquer in Christ. We don't realize some of the things that holds us back consciously and subconsciously, right? And one of the things that I put in this book, it says the work of growing in Christ demands that we go back. We no longer suppress or bury or ignore uh, the past that keeps us from growing in Christ. We, be, we have to come to a place where we begin to deny the power the past has stolen from us. So our first step in dealing with uh, compiling and collecting all of the data and all of the memories that the enemy designed to set up to steal our power is to recall those memories and ask God to surface some of those memories and surface some of those things that is designed to keep us in change where God is calling us to be free. Right. Um, so I thought that was interesting because God requires us to dig. And that's exactly what we're starting with in this compile section. We're going to take out our shovels and we are going to dig. We're going to dig. Um, there's a saying that says, time heals all wounds. And I want to dispel that saying, right? Time does not heal wounds. Time does not have the ability or the gift to heal wounds. The only thing time is demanded to do is to keep moving forward. And sometimes that's what we do, right? We, we try to move forward over those bad memories, not knowing why we're acting the way we are. But moving forward is not medicine. Right. Jesus is the only way that we can heal from those bad memories or mm -hmm. it may be good memories. Right. What you said wasn't a bad memory, but it was an impactful memory. And it has the power to stop you from wearing dresses today. Right. <laughs> you look for suits. It had the power to control and, pred and predicate yeah. us our decisions. Right. Yeah. So the first step we have to do is take back the power that God has given us. The Bible says the same authority that Jesus Christ raised from the dead now lives with us. So if we're going to grow in Christ and go against the grain of what time has tried to take, we have to learn how to dig. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Can anybody else like relate to your experience in, uh, in this journey? Like what was this experience like for you? I guess I'll start. So, I love how in the book you use the example of Pastor Ty breaking his leg, right? And essentially <laughs> not allowing it or the leg not healing properly. And the only way for it to heal properly, they would have to break the leg again yeah. so that it can heal in place. And in going through this journey, I've realized that God is taking me or helping me dig up these memories that I've just put down and, and, and kind of um, hidden, right? And he's bringing them up to my remembrance or bring them up to the surface so that I can deal and heal with them properly in order for me to move forward. And going through this journey really forced me to remember some things that I didn't want to remember. Um, but also taught me that because of those memories is why I react the way that I do right, or I right. speak the way that I do or I think the way that I do and I'm realizing that God doesn't want me to live like that anymore and he doesn't want me to carry those things anymore and I feel like through God's grace he's allowing me to live through the things that I've thrown under the rug but in a way where I'm much more wiser now I'm much more mature now and now that this is in my hands God is teaching me okay 
These are the things we're going to let go. These are the things that we are going to deal with so that you know what you have to do moving forward and it doesn't stop you from growing and becoming the woman that I've called you to be. That's amazing. That's amazing that you're able to go through that journey. And, and, and like you said, God is so graceful. He'll give you that courage to face it because Mm -hmm. it's not easy facing those things that we sometimes we choose to forget. Right. Um, so it's not easy kind of going down that memory lane mm-hmm. and surfacing those suppressed uh, memories. Right. Um, one of the uh, other segments in Kapow that I want to share is called carry. Mm-hmm. And carry, God gave it to me because what we don't realize, the things that we've compiled, we have selectively chosen to carry some of those stains with us as it could be a defense mechanism that Mm -hmm. our body naturally uh puts on as a way of protection but we don't know that those things are now stains they're not defense mechanisms they're staying Mm -hmm. they're staining us right Right. and those stains really uh help shape and mold our character right it helps shape and mold well why are you like this or why do you talk this way you know or why don't you why don't you talk at all you know and that's because whether we realize it or not we're staying with some of those things that we tried to forget and we don't know why we don't know why we're triggered we don't know why we we don't show grace to others it's because of those stains can anybody relate to um some of the things that you've noticed that you carried in this section I'm going to speak a little on like um, what Bree said mm-hmm. and actually reading this, it was like, I didn't even get to the part, I, I literally started from my childhood, I didn't even get to the now. Wow. And digging in so deep, it's, and it's almost like you said therapy, is surfacing things that you had. So it's really not a scar, it's more like a scab. Yeah. And you have that skin, that dry skin on top, mm-hmm. but now you have to peel it off and dig in there to clean it out good to then you know, cover that yeah. so it could heal right. right. And um, it, 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 to me, the, the, one of the main things as I was reading, and, and by the way, I just want to share this. I decided to read this book as we were going to vacation. Mm. And I'm sitting in the plane. I'm like, this is going to be an awesome read for me to get there. And I was sitting there next to my husband. And he's like, are you real? It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good book. <laughs> and it was the whole part, like you have the compile, confront, and conquer, right? And I kind of like broke that down to how I understood it. But when I got to the second portion of it, where it says, take accountability for what's inside of us, me. Mm. That was like a whoa, like a complete whoa moment. Like, because... You, like you said, you kind of just hold and suppress and just keep moving forward with time. Mm-hmm. Not healing, but with time. time right? yeah. um, thinking, you know, if I leave it behind, it's just not there, but it's very present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it surfaces. So digging inside your own self to bring out what you need to get fixed to be able to be productive for yourself and not only for yourself, but for the people around you and the main ones that live with you is completely like different to like you said the like breaking and fixing it right right yeah you know that's amazing yeah and and it's funny because like we're talking about time and the the mending process Mm -hmm. you could mend two broken things together Mm -hmm. right and i wonder how we look right pastor ty if you really know i know he's like babe why you put me on spot (laughs) but if you look his walk is even distorted right right Right. and that's how we look in god and i and our we're trying to walk up right but our walk is distorted because we have a lot of broken things that just mended and hadn't healed so when we really like allow god to 
heal us. He will align us just the way he wants us to be aligned right. in him, right? He's that plumb line, right? And when we say, God, here we are, here's our brokenness, here's all of that stuff we suppress. This is the stuff that I'm carrying, I'm staying, mm-hmm. wash me clean. Right. He is able to do it. Yeah. And I want to close with this as we are concluding in this first segment. All of you ladies shared some amazing things that, first of all, I'm honored that you are able to like really read the book and to, you know, when you guys just text me, Brie text me, you text me, I was like, oh my God, it's working. <laughs> God, you are so amazing. But one of the things that he ministered to me in this session was about the staining, the things that we carry and that stain that we carry. And I thought this was interesting because if you're watching, I want to encourage you um, in this, in this scripture, uh, Philippians one and six says, being confident of this, he that has begun a good work, God will continue to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ's return. And that good work started when God breathed breath into our nostrils. But our sinful nature has perverted and distorted that process and has stained that process. And one of the things that I learned about in biblical times when you had people dying fibers like Lydia, she dyed purple, she was a purple dyer. I think I'm saying that right. Um, in the dyeing process, you can dye colors like purple, blues, and greens. And over time, those colors would fade and those colors would eventually be washed clean. But the only color that did not wash clean was crimson red, scarlet. And the prophet Isaiah says, he says, though your sins are like scarlet, Jesus is able to wash them white as snow. And I thought that was so profound, Mm -hmm. understanding that context, because the prophet is telling us, no matter what you compile, no matter what you've carried or tried to suppress, Mm -hmm. the things that you've stained, that scarlet red sin, it's nothing that God cannot do. There's nothing that God cannot heal. When you give them to him, mm-hmm. you're not just mending two broken things. When you give them to him, you're allowing God to heal you and wash you white as snow. Yes. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in on our first episode. Let's continue to conquer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I almost forgot. And all this excitement and all this good information share, I forgot to plug the book, ladies. Listen, you have to get this book. It's going to be available on Amazon. You can also purchase it on my website, www.rachellewison.com. I'm going to be, you're going to prepare to be sick of me, okay? 